The ProAct know-how. Hi, this is uh, ProAct Sam. Welcome to this uh, vlog on securing EU residency rights. We're coming towards the end game now. Like many things with uh, Brexit, we've seen deadlines come, lots of huffing and puffing. <clears throat> and then when we actually come to the date, nothing seems to change. The UK have left the EU. They left the EU on the 31st of January 2020. And we're in a transition period now. That transition ends at the end of uh, December 2020. So what's going to happen after that date? And what do expats need to do to secure their residency rights? The first thing that we need to consider is that all the noise at the moment is, is about a trade deal. Um, so the good solution for the EU is for the uh, transition period to be extended and renewed as allowed for within the treaty um, and that way everything stays the same. The UK get their Brexit and the EU ha still have control of the UK under EU rules and, 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 and jurisdiction. But of course the UK government have said definitely they're not going to do that. Um, so things have to move on. But there's no such thing as a no-deal Brexit either because um, there's World Trade Organization rules. The EU already trade with countries using the World Trade Organization rules, international treaties set in place and tariffs and customs can apply. It'd be, uh, uh, trade would go on, but it would just be a bit different. So that's a big stepping stone. Um, the, the UK um, could leave and the UK could apply tariffs under World Trade Organization to the UK and the UK could reciprocate on that. And that's the start of a deal. So there's no such thing as no deal. Although the UK could take a radical approach and offer customs-free access, free port access to EU countries or, or to other countries on bilateral basis or in specific areas. Um, what's most likely to happen is that we get a temporary solution, a band-aid, a fix, uh, where there's a temporary agreement put in place, which is generally the best for everybody. Um, we will go by the deadline. We won't notice much change, but there will be some change for, for people. Yes, it will be different, but it's just the same as trade around the world with customs and tariffs and imports and checks, um, just in a different way. And we'll find that solution. So uh, that, that, that's what Brexit's about now. And, and companies that want to trade across border uh, need to then to, to secure their residency rights might need to employ uh, a, an employee uh, as an expat or have a branch or, or set up an overseas company. So all those options are available to businesses that want to trade cross-border. The EU has its VAT rules. The money that's being repatriated to the UK is so in large part is that the VAT uh, income doesn't have to be paid uh, to the EU and this will fund a lot of the UK government spending promises over the coming years. Um, that might bring trading restri restrictions um, and the countries and, and those trading restrictions are operated for business on a country by country basis. It's not an EU set of rules. So if a country wants to trade with another country then it can set up its employees, its branch, its company on the basis of that other country's rules. But as an EU country, it can then trade throughout the whole of the EU. So you don't need to 
a UK company doesn't need to set up in every EU country, just in one. So P&O have registered ships in Cyprus, EasyJet have registered a business in, in Austria. Um, so for the employees, it's the same. They, uh, individuals um, could have a, a contract um, as a non-EU citizen and get work in an EU country. As a non-EU citizen, the income levels are higher. So uh, for an EU expat, after, after January 2021, minimum income is £25,600, or in Germany, it's €50,000. So the stakes are quite high for non-EU citizens. By UK and EU expats registering before the 31st of December, they get access to the EU living and working abroad, initially on a pre-settled status in the UK, or a residency status which becomes permanent in a few years uh, after five years so those options are available uh, if you register before the end of December uh, afterwards there could be complications with health the need for private medical insurance language tests or higher income multiples all those things need to be looked at we've got some guides on reciprocal uh, agreements that were in place on healthcare, on residency and on Brexit at our website at parkpartnership.com. Go along there and download those and keep in touch by registering to keep in touch with our blogs and vlogs in the coming few months as we reach conclusion uh, to this stage of Brexit and the UK entering its new world on the international stage. Uh, thanks very much for listening. This is Park Sam and we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. The Pro Act Know-How. Brought to you by Proact.